Thank you for the opportunity to come into your life today. The program that you're watching has absolutely nothing to do with me. This ministry belongs to Jesus. I want to put this out there up front. This ministry belongs to Jesus. And the minute that it were to ever become about me, I would stop it immediately. So listen up. The world is changing so quickly, so fast. And there's so many events. It's difficult to keep up with. We need to pray. So let us pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do and draw each person under the sound of my voice closer to Jesus. Help us walk closer to, to you and, and grow closer to Jesus. Let the words from my mouth and, and my voice, let it be a, a reflection of Jesus. May Jesus be seen and heard and not me. In the name of Jesus, I pray this, Lord God. Anoint every word that comes out of my mouth and touch each person's heart and open their ears and the eyes of their understanding. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I want to make sure that you understand something. You are watching this or you are listening to this by divine appointment. So don't you dare turn this broadcast off, this radio off. Don't you dare turn this off. People want a preacher for some of the most important things in their life, for funerals, weddings, for special occasions. But for the most important things going on in the world today, they, they're closing their ears, they're closing their eyes. If you've watched any of the previous episodes, you'll see that today is going to be a little bit different. But I do encourage you to go online to lesporter.tv or heartsablaze.church and watch some of the previous episodes. I want you to hear very carefully what I'm going to say to you today. It's going to be a bit different. But I do believe that we are in the final hours before the church age closes, before the age of dispensation of grace closes, and God says it's a wrap, it is finished, and there will be no more opportunity to wash up, to make yourself ready to stand before him. The blood of Jesus still saves, still heals and delivers, and we're going to see that today, today on this program. If Peter declared that the end times were here in the book of Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit was poured out and he referenced Joel 2.28 from the Old Testament. And if we can see the day approaching as Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 declares and signs here are on a global scale, you need to pay attention. Well, we find ourselves in a very unique situation and this is not the world that we grew up in. So you need to draw closer to Jesus every single day and realize that what we're going through, we are going to go through it. And the people of faith will have great favor. Now, before we get started, I want to know where you're watching me from. I, I want you to take a moment and find me on Facebook if you're on Facebook. I want to know where you're watching me from. Now, we continue to see persecution rise all over the world. We hear of famines on a global scale, even in the United States of America. 
and they're now talking about chicken shortages and all sorts of shortages and increased prices. But I believe through all of that, the goodness of God is here because I've seen it with my own eyes recently, amazing, incredible things. And I believe that today there is an anointing and there, there is deliverance that's going to take place right here on this program. I also believe some of you who are listening feel trapped as if you're in a cage, desperate to get out. You're like an animal. Your mind feels paralyzed. You feel spiritually dead, spiritually drained. You find it hard to spend time with Jesus, hard to spend time in the Bible. And I'm working on a series about this very subject, but today I have some good news. Today is the day of freedom. Now, if you're hearing me in Nigeria, uh, I hear of a great move of God that's happening in, happening in Nigeria. Let me know if you're watching me from Nigeria. Uh, David Oyedepo uh, in Nigeria. There's a major move of God happening uh, right now. Uh, Winner's Chapel. Uh, God is moving big there. God's up to some great things in Nigeria. Uh, there's also Dr. Paul NHA and his wife, Dr. Beck Aneche. Uh, they're both medical doctors and they lead the Dunamis Gospel Center, which is held at the Glory Dome. Now you need to be under the anointing and the presence of God. And I cannot express how important that is. And what's taking place in churches there is spreading like wildfire. So if you're in Nigeria, let me know where you're watching. Find me on Facebook and go be a part of what God is doing in Nigeria, where there's a revival sweeping through there. Today, I want to expose the devil a little bit and his, his little, little demons a little bit. But I'm going to use a little story a little bit. I'm going to think, do things a little bit differently than I normally do. Earlier, I mentioned how some of you feel like you're trapped in a cage. Your mind feels like it's paralyzed. You feel hopeless, helpless, lonely. It's hard to pray. It's hard to spend time in the Bible. It's hard to spend time with Jesus. You find yourself busy nonstop. Life just keeps going, almost as if it's on autopilot. And you're just going through the motions, wondering if things are ever going to improve or if things are going to change. And I'm here to tell you that deliverance starts now. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, we read to be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. It's interesting that the Bible compares the devil to a lion. He's also referred to as a dragon, and he can transform himself into an angel of light and other things. But today I want to focus on the lion, because I've seen so many families ripped to shreds, so many people ripped to shreds, torn to pieces, marriages shattered, people hurting and people hurting people at an unprecedented rate, unlike any other time in my life. In fact, the tactics I am seeing are much like that of a lion. Some of you who are in Africa, you understand how lions roam and how they attack their prey. But you do not realize that Satan is doing this same thing in your own life. So hear me and hear me good. This verse says he's seeking whom he may devour. To devour means 
to eat hungrily or quickly, to destroy completely. After today, I want to see those tables turn. In your life, I want to see you destroying the works of the enemy. I want you to put the devil on notice. And I serve notice to the devil right now that he has no place in your life. Just as David did in 1 Samuel before taking on Goliath, uh, the uh, Goliath the giant, he had to deal with some other things first. One of the things he had to deal with, if you read uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 34 to 37, David, as a teenager, was sent off to, to the war front. And he said to Saul, Your servant has kept your father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went about after him, and I, I killed him. I delivered him out of his mouth. Kill, he delivered the sheep out of the mouth. And when the lion rose about him, he caught him by his beard, he smote him, and he, 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 he killed him. So he got the lion and the bear. So before David ever fought the giants, he fought the lions and the bear. The Lord delivered him out of the paws of the lion out of the bear. And he was a, he was a teenager at this time. So I want to give you a short story that's something that happened in my own life not too long ago. I have several chicken coops. I have chickens. My kids love chickens. And one night I forgot, I had some running loose and I forgot to put them in the coop. The, ne the next morning I woke up and they were still out running around. But there was a small coop, a very small coop that had three chickens. They were all dead. Something had gotten into that cage and they couldn't run, they had nowhere to run. Some of you feel that very same way. The chickens who could run free were fine. Nothing got a hold of them. The ones who could run and escape easily were just fine. So maybe you feel like you're attacked on every side and you're in a cage and you feel terrified like those three little chickens. So keep on listening. It wasn't a lion that ate my chickens, but the principle is still the same. If you are so bound up with oppression, depression, fear, anxiety, or you feel spiritually paralyzed, you've got to learn how the devil operates. In David's story in fighting the lion and the bear, maybe David got comfortable. Maybe there was a campfire and he didn't throw enough wood on the fire at night because the fire will keep uh, lions away. Satan is a symbol of one who, and as a lion, he's a symbol of one who recklessly and ruthlessly, very stealthily and sneakily, uh, and very powerfully, very aggressively, is determined to kill, steal, and destroy. And they often wait and pounce on their prey. They do so usually through multiple attacks. They come from every side. And eventually the lion will get a grip on the throat of one of its targets and it will strangle it to death. And some of you feel like you're being strangled to death. And it is a slow and painful death. And you feel that same way. Do you hear me? So the Bible is uh, very clear that we must be vigilant to watch, to be on guard. Lions teach us that predators like them usually look for and they attack animals that are alone and have wandered away from the flock. How many churches have closed since COVID? How many are no longer assembling themselves together with like-minded believers? 
Such strays are exposed to the position that they're in because of the lack of protection in numbers. And the, Satan is like a lion. He knows that there is protection in numbers. Satan likes nothing better than to try and destroy God's children, to try to get them alone, to do their own things, to have no covering, to be vulnerable. And we do not have to be vulnerable. Our place of protection is found with assembling and fellowshipping with people of like minds, like faith in the house of God. Now, I see men and women of God who are being pounced on just like a lion. The hordes of hell are coming against them. The lion can only go so fast for a short period of time at fast speeds. And accuracy is extremely important to them. They must be able to pounce and to take down their prey right away. And this is what he's doing to some of you. But today is your day of freedom. Once in the jungles of Africa, there was a doctor and his wife who were bird watching and they had been told uh, to keep the, the campfire going all night long. And they fell asleep. And the doctor from the United States ended up in the mouth of a lion and he died while his wife watched. So when the, when the lion comes in, we have to keep that fire burning. When the fire is hot, it keeps the devil away. People are, uh, love to talk about the things of God, but what happens when the fire goes out? You have to throw more logs on that fire. And the only way to do that is to not be a Sunday morning Christian. You've got to walk with Jesus every day. He, want, he doesn't want to be your side chick. He's not your ex-wife. He's not your ex-husband. He, he's, not, he's not your side chick. He, he wants to be with you every day. He wants you to burn with a passion and desire and a love for him every single day of your life. And there's nothing sweeter, I promise. In Africa, lions will lay out watching the herds because they know that there's strength in numbers. And when he looks at the, the zebras and the stampedes, he sees when one strays and one goes away on its own, deciding to do its own thing, kind of like maybe some of you who are listening to me right now. And he goes for that one that's a straggler. He'll go. So you need to stay in the strength of the fellowship and don't be a straggler and remove yourself from the, from the family of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 10.25, not to forsake the assembling together of the saints as some is, but to exhort each other, to lift each other up, so much more as we see that day approaching. Now we can find the burial place of Muhammad and everyone else, but Jesus is the only one who died for you. He rose from the dead for you. He did it all for you. All he had to do is shed his blood, but he hung on the cross for at least six hours in excruciating pain for you. Has your love for Jesus grown cold? There's going to be healing and deliverance, but we're going to get right with God first. Are there any open doorways that allow Satan to come into your life and the, the demons to come into your life and torment you? Satan is like a dog on a leash. He can bark, but he cannot bite unless you're in his territory. And his territory is sin. Sin is anything that Jesus would not do. If you call yourself a Christian, but you feel trapped in a cage, you feel worn out, beat down, busted, and disgusted, there's hope for you. 
Are you looking at pornography? Are you using drugs? Are you dealing with addictions? You feel yourself in bondage? Are you committing adultery? Are you cheating? Do you have sex outside of marriage? Are you in witchcraft? Or maybe some of you listening have been dedicated through blood by a witch doctor. I'm going to break that curse off of you and off of your bloodline in the name of Jesus. But we're going to get right with God right now. And I want you to pray with me right now, out loud. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for hurting you and hurting others. I believe you died on the cross for me and my sins and to set me free and heal my body and to make me whole. Make me new, make me whole. I am yours. In your precious name, amen. Now, here's the part I love because healing and deliverance is the easiest thing for Christians. I want you to look me right in the eyes and out loud I want you to speak one word, one word that describes the issue you're going through. Right now, whatever that pain or illness is, right now, speak that one word out loud and look me right in the eye. In the name of Jesus, I come against every sickness, every disease, every bit of arthritis, every bit of high blood pressure, every bone deformity, every pain, every bit of neuropathy, and I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Loose them and let them go. The blood of Jesus is against you, and I command you to cease and desist and to wither and die off of that person in the name of Jesus. And right now, the healing virtue of Jesus begins to flow through your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Right now, sickness, go in the name of Jesus. Now I want you to try to do something that you couldn't do before. Go ahead, try to do something that you couldn't do before. Begin walking, begin talking, begin moving. Begin, begin doing something that you couldn't do before. Healing and deliverance is easy for Christians. Whatever you've been bound by must go in the name of Jesus. If you feel that spirit of heaviness or depression, it must go in the name of Jesus. Even if you have to go on to my website, lesporter.tv or heartsablaze.church and listen to this again and again until faith arises in you, do it. It'll go in the name of Jesus. Never underestimate the power of social media and media. Satan is using it all across the globe. And so is Jesus. And so is the gospel. That same blood that was shed 2,000 years ago is still working today. I ask you to please sow your best gift and help others experience the saving, delivering power of Jesus. I'm seeing miracles, signs, and wonders, and an increase in demonic activity, an increase in healings and deliverance. Just since I, April 19th, I've seen things more than I can even convey. When that lion comes back, when that lying symptom of sickness comes back, resist it. Tell it where to go, and it'll flee from you. I want to declare that favor of God be over you and your bloodline and that there shall be a generational blessing and no generational curses come near you or your bloodline in the name of Jesus, the name above all names. Favor causes 
your enemies to be still. The favor of God that is upon your life will take you places that no one else and nothing else can. It will open doors that no man can shut and shut doors that no man can open. And I believe that the people of faith, the people of God, even though they go through so much, junk is being taken off of you right now and favor becomes yours starting today, starting now. If you need miracles, if you need God to work in your job and in your home, whatever you need, favor, the favor of God can bring that. Favor may not seem fair to people, but those who are faithful to, to Jesus can walk in favor and supernatural protection, whatever it is. I believe that during these times that God will provide for his people. So please consider sowing your very best gift into this ministry. It's not mine. It's not about me. It's, it's Jesus. And the testimonies are amazing. We're doing things all around the world. And it's month by month. It's just how Jesus does it. So sow your very best gift today. Sow your very best gift. And I want to send you something special. And uh, if you're outside of the United States, make sure you include a, an email address, whatever information you have. I, I may only be able to send a PDF file, something that you can read. Uh, if you can give by cash app, it's dollar sign hearts now ablaze, or PayPal, paypal.me slash hearts now ablaze, or on our website at heartsablaze.church and click on invest in souls. And if God touched your body, and I believe he touched some bodies today, and if you feel delivered, if you've been set free, I want you to write me. I want you to let me know what God is doing in your life. I want you to connect with me. And I want you to tune in here same time next week, because God is on the move. I love you all, and I'll see you same time, same place next week.
Thank you.